Hello everyone, uh, hey welcome there. back to another episode of the Rat Toss Games Podcast. Not the Cinder Crucible. Yeah, it's been a bit since we've done just some some episodes of me and Robbie talking about shit. So, uh, that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Today's topic is mini-games. Mini-games? Uh, we're talking about our, our favorite mini-games from, uh, from, like, from video game history. Basically. Uh, and uh, so uh, I've asked each of us to pick three I've got more that I intend to talk about. Oh, somewhere. I was not told to pick three. Oh. <laughs> I was not told the theme. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's fine. As you can see, we're always very, very structured here. Um, all right, so, uh, uh, well then, how many do you have? Ballpark. A lot? 20? A, a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I, I have to go in depth on each of them. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Well, why don't we have you start then? Okay, I'm really just gonna talk about two two games. <laughs> I think fair really enough. that's it. Oh, did um, I did I predict the two games? I yeah, I probably did. All right, fair enough. So first, I want to talk about a little gem called Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. So this was an N64 game. It was the first time you ever. Two of them. Yeah, it was the <laughs> first time you we ever got to like see our Pokemon fight in 3D. Yeah, like, it was a big deal at the time. Which that was why I bought it, and then but I, I realized. Oh, Come for the Pokemon it, battles, stay yeah, for the minigames. It's not, the Pokemon battles aren't that fun. Because <laughs> there's no, I mean, there's none of the, it was just Pokemon battles. There's none of, like, the fun of what made Pokemon fun. Capturing Pokemon, raising Pokemon, leveling them up or anything. You just picked from your list of all the Pokemon. I I feel battled. like, I feel like you're going to be mad at me. I think I only remember one minigame from Pokemon which is being Lickitung and running around eating yeah, food. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. That's, I mean, you didn't play on the N64 much. That was, yeah, that was my first system. <laughs> I played it a lot, but yeah. Apparently not Pokemon Stadium. Fun fact. No, no, it's done. The Japanese version did not have minigames. What? Found that out in my research. It was just the battling. Why did they buy it? <laughs> I don't know. I or guess I guess, I guess people bought it for the, for the and I guess America it. rightly realized kids wouldn't like. It. There, there isn't enough. There isn't quite enough there. Okay, so battles. yeah, there are two two uh, Pokemon Stadium games. Um, let's talk about the first one. So yeah, I bought Pokemon Stadium. Quickly realized I didn't like the battling. Discovered the mini games. Just me and my friends would just play mini games. It was just like mini game battles. They had a mode where like yeah. you just play until someone someone had won so many mini games. Um, talk about some of the ones that uh, stood out to me that I really remember. Oh, this one is a very famous meme. Clefairy says. Oh, okay. I remember <laughs> that one now. Um, yeah. I'll remember these as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. She just holds. She's like at a chalkboard and is like tells you a bunch of directions and you have to remember the directions yeah. and then input them the meme of course is like remember this and it's like a yeah. whole chalkboard full of directions it did get pretty nuts but it's a pretty <laughs> fun one um yeah all these mini games i feel like when we entered the gamecube nintendo especially loved like button mashing mini games so i'm gonna talk about ones that had like just interesting mechanics that made for some interesting play um, there's the Ekans Hoop Pearl, which was just ring toss. Oh, yeah. Which was fine. Um, I mostly just remember really trying to get those golden diglets. <laughs> yeah. Um, you fought over that. One of my favorites, conceptually, is Rock Harden, where you just play Kakuna or Metapod, <laughs> and they're dropping rocks on you, and man. it's a timing minigame. You just have oh, to harden man. at the right time, but the idea of, like, just playing the yeah. cocoons and just hardening. 
Um, yeah, yeah, and then, of course, Sushi Go Round. And these are not all of them, these are just my highlights. Sushi Go Round was probably the most complex. Yeah, this is the one I remember the most. You play Lickitung, you're trying to eat sushi, you're trying to eat the most expensive sushi, and, like, if you eat spicy sushi, you get stunned for a second. Yeah. So that one had, like, the most mechanics. Well, then they got to Pokemon Stadium 2. And this is where I, I never played any of 2, so I don't know any of it. <laughs> they really upped their game. Some of my favorites. Topsy Turvy was probably my number one favorite. You played as Hitman Top. Was, you're in spinning in a circle. And it was like a mix between Beyblade and sumo wrestling. You're trying to hit each other out All of right. the circle. And you can like just run into each other. We have A, which makes you spin faster. So it's sort of like a competitive timing movement based mini game, which was I a feel lot like, of fun. I feel like this needs to get brought up in our next episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, clear cut challenge. You play as either Scyther, Pinsir, or Scizor. And this was just interesting because it's a timing base and they, they're dropping like a log in front mm -hmm. of you and there's a white line on each log and it's always in a different place on the log. You're trying to cut as close to the log as possible. Okay. And you get points based on whether it was like near, right on it, or just a complete miss. Barrier ball was good. You play as, each play as a Mr. Mime guarding your own goal there's like a pokeball bouncing around and you're just trying to make sure nothing goes past you mm -hmm. that was just a race and then the last one i'm gonna talk about is streaming stampede which stood out to me because you play as either cleffa or iglybuff all right yeah um weird choices but the whole process of the game is it's just like What's the thing in Japan where it's like the march of the monsters, the, the demons, there's a name for it. Bakemono Gatari, no, that's an anime, whatever. Yeah, that is there's a whole thing in Japan where there's like a parade of monsters, and I think this was inspired by that, but it's just a shit ton of Pokemon walking by. You're just counting them. Oh. Huh. Yeah, you tap A to count one, and you're just trying to get the exact number of Pokemon that walk past. Huh. All right. Yeah. And yeah, I played these mini games for hours. <laughs> so many hours just perfecting, getting better. And there were a lot of other ones. I'm just not going to talk about everyone. Oh, fucking Egg Emergency. That one was good. You're a Clefairy and there are eggs falling on three sort of three directions left, middle, right. You're just trying to move between left, middle, and right to catch all the eggs. You're a Clefairy uh, catching eggs? Sorry. Chancy? Nah, Chancy. That's yeah. what I thought. That, that made a little more sense. Chansey. Thank you, Tony. Um, yeah, yeah. It's basically Pokemon Stadium 1 it and seems, 2. It seems pretty uh, clear to me that whoever, like, made those mini games also really, really cared about and loved Pokemon. Like, first, it's for, like, a tagged-on thing for the American release. Yeah. That sounds like... Did the second one have mini games in Japan? Probably not, if the first one didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, no, that, that's that's cool. That's interesting. That's I did not I did not know some some of those tidbits, or I didn't know any of the games for the second one. Um, well, uh, I did want to mention uh, um, specifically wanted to bring up uh, 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 Triple Triad from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, Is that the card game? That's the card game. I never got into it. <laughs> yeah, it's I I enjoyed Triple Triad. I didn't like the one in nine. Because 
its rules seemed every time I felt like I got a grasp on the rules, it would do something that like showed me I didn't understand. Isn't the, the rules. beginning of nine like you have to play the game yes. too? Yeah, you've uh, got to collect some cards and stuff like that. Anyway, so that one kind of frustrated me. I mean, and then you've got you know uh, stuff like Blitzball and Final Fantasy Ten and stuff, which I, I just didn't. Yeah, it was not my favorite, but uh, but I did want to mention Triple Triad because I like Triple Triad. Um, and until late game when there get to be like some really broken like regional rules and so you have to pay attention to where you are on the world map and like what the rules for that area are that's when i fell off of it yeah that's pretty insane yeah i mean there was also like the 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 whole thing where like when you lost one they'd get to just pick one of your cards and take it and it would always be like your most powerful one yeah obviously and uh but the problem is, those were like one ofs. There's only one of in the entire game. So if you lost one to some random dude, you had to get it back without losing your other rare cards. Oh my god! So yeah, that was that was a thing. But early game triple triad was a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, that's that was just kind of a, a an honorable mention for me because the the first uh, while we're on the topic of trading card games in RPGs, the one I lost. A lot of time to 25 plus hours the freaking xenosaga card game was the first one i knew you knew that was coming because i've talked to you about this one mm-hmm. before the xenosaga the trading card game in xenosaga was like you didn't like because in final fantasy 8 there's a whole like quest line that involves collecting all the cards or like beating the ultimate champion or whatever and it like gets you stuff and xenosaga doesn't but it's just a good game it was a lot of fun to play the game itself uh was just a really uh it's just in the first one is that true it's only in the first one they did not bring it back for xenosagas two or three um by that point like the the in-game trading card games had a little bit fallen out of favor and were less of a less of a thing um uh honestly xenosaga was a bit of a straggler on that yeah it was was ps2 um so uh but like it was to me it was the best one because it felt like a a kind of trading card game that stood pretty well on its own like like not just Mm -hmm. as like a distraction in this video game but as like if this were a real thing i'd really enjoy playing it um it was it was fun i don't remember all the details about it because it's been a while since i played but uh um, but I do remember, very specifically, I remember racking up 25 hours of just playing that. Give us a remaster. Yes, please, give us a Xenosaga remaster. Anyway. Um, so, alright, so that's mine. Uh, uh, I, yeah, so I kind of touched on a couple. So if you want to hit some of yours, I can touch on my last ones. Okay, this is surprise, the second surprise. of the two games. I guess I did two games first, whatever. Um, this is the, the best of the Mario Parties, and there's no discussion. It's just true. It's Mario Party 2. Alright. Um, ah, N64 was such a golden age of minigames. Because, yeah, <laughs> Mario Party especially got into the GameCube area, and it was era, and it was all button mashing. But 2, goddamn. Okay, the reason I bring up 2 is because, it, I mean, obviously it has minigames. They're part of the main core game. But these are the minigames that I would that we would just go to the minigame player to play. We All would, right. It would not, we would not go play the board game. And we did play the board game. It was a lot of fun. But we would also just go and play these minigames because they were so fucking fun. <clears throat> and a lot of these could be taken and just turned into a fully fleshed out, like, indie yeah. game nowadays. Um, some of my favorites. Bombs Away. 
Right. You are on an island, a very tiny floaty island. I've got little pictures here. And there is a pirate ship shooting cannons at you. Okay. That hit the water. They might sometimes hit the island and rock it, rock the island. Oh. And you can go around and jump on each other and punch each other. And you're trying to hit each other off the island. Okay, fair enough. There's a lot of potential complexity in this mini game, which offers hours of fun. That sounds way more complicated than, than any of the mini games I played in the GameCube yeah. ones. It's pretty great. There's some pretty great moments where like you're on the edge, like jumping, trying to get over a person, and they're just trying to punch you off, but they keep missing because you're jumping. And right. Then a cannon hits and kills both of you. Fair enough. As Bump, you do. Yeah. Bumper balls. Each character is balanced atop a ball that they're running around on. And this is another, you're just trying to knock each other off. But okay. now you have to contend with, like, the physics of being on a ball. You So you have no, like, things um, with, like, button moves. No moves. You're just moving. So it's all about building momentum on this tiny little platform, building enough momentum to bump, bounce someone off the edge. So there's a lot of chasing people in circles, trying to, like, manipulate and strategize. Okay, if they're chasing me, if I stop, do they have enough momentum to, like, bump me off? How do I get momentum, like, against them mm -hmm. now? Real fun. My favorite, Hexagon Heat. This is, uh, so you're on... Like a, a hex six seven like a seven hex grid. Mm -hmm. They each are a different color. Is that Toad? Yeah, Toad is a little thing, and he'll hold up a color, and every other hex that isn't that color sinks into lava. All right. So you. Can... I feel like I feel like the the safety regulations for early Mario Party games were very lax. <laughs> This one, I can't remember if you can punch each other. It might have just... I think it was more of, like, the mad scramble of, like, right. what's next? You can jump on each other. So you could, like, jump on someone and stun them and get on the hex as it was falling. Yeah. This one was the best. It was really <laughs> fucking fun. Um, hot rope jump was surprisingly fun for it was just... That's the... Jump I think rope. the only one I remember is just jumping over the little fire rope. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that one was so fun. It was kind of difficult... I don't know. Yeah. It was also kind of funny because half the time, half the people would die in the first, first swing. Right. I feel like, the, I feel like the only time I ever played Mario Party 2 was with you, uh, just visiting your house at one point. Yeah, I'm sure. But, okay, my second favorite. All right. Lava Tile Island. Okay. This is another, <laughs> trying to push people off the edge. They had some solid mechanics. They could see, you could have a whole game about trying to push people off the edge. I guess they did. That was Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you could argue that that was a successful so, idea. So, yeah, you've got a three by three grid, but two of those are empty spaces because the grid is little swampy things and they're moving around above lava. Um, you're trying to knock each other off. You can jump, you can punch on an ever-changing, shifting platform. It was good. It was simple. Lots of strategy. I do see a lot of uh, the recurring theme in this one where you can punch people, you're trying to knock each other Those off. Those are stuff. just my favorites. There's yeah, a fair. lot of other ones. Um, I mean, this one's just platform peril. It's just platforming, like hard platforming. Yeah. Everyone's trying to make it to the end. Well, I do feel like, I do feel like these, the themes of these are more openly vicious than, than like, than they've decided to go since then. I think Nintendo probably was like, 
Well, let's do fewer things where you're trying to punch or push each other <laughs> and where there's less stuff. Let's do some things that are a little bit more. And, yeah. and I, you know, I, under, I understand why Nintendo would think that's a good idea. Shellshocked was a full, like, strategy first-person shooter in a tank where you're, <laughs> yeah, you're rolling around, like, dodging in between pipes with really shitty controls. I think that one came back. I remember seeing s- screenshots of a tank-based no, one probably. for for the, the new, one, new mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I don't know what came out first, Mario Kart 64 or Mario Party 2, but this definitely has a lot in common with like battle mode. I was gonna say you, you you saying that made me made me think of the the balloon fight mode that actually probably should have been on my list. Yeah. Well, now that you t- you brought up like what now I'm just thinking of the ones that have like weird mechanics. Sneak and snore <laughs> was like a stealth one where you're like trying to get by a chain chomp, and I I think you're just trying to sneak up, grab something, and get out. I don't remember what triggered it though, <laughs> but it was interesting in that it was just like stealth. Okay. And then Mario Party had, like, the fun thing where you'd have four players, it still does this, then 2v2, then, like, the asymmetric 1v3. The 1v3 has always fascinated me, especially because as a kid, like, multiplayer games were all about being equal. Yeah, and this this was was not that. Yeah, so some of my favorite 1v3s, um, I didn't write that down, but I like this one. No, I won't talk about this one. Okay, this one was just hilarious. The Crane Game. All right. One player is doing a playing a crane game. Every I'm other to grab everybody. Grab yeah, somebody? everyone else is a toy that can only wiggle. What? <laughs> so yeah, so they they try and pick you up, and you'd have to, and you would have to butt mesh. But this is a fun butt mesh. You'd have to butt mesh to try and wiggle out of their grip. Oh <laughs> It's really hard to win the crane game as a single player. But God, was it hilarious because like every, there's like that tense moment where you don't know where the crane is going, and then they like pick someone and it like goes down, mm. and then the person's like no, and just like <laughs> wiggling, <laughs> tapping the button. Yeah, that was good. Oh, I forgot about lights out. Lights out. Um, all the other players play like booze or something and okay. turn invisible, and the single player has to go around and hit them with a hammer while they're invisible. Okay. Well, so so you're when you mentioned the one v three, it made me think of another mini game that wasn't on my list. Probably should have been from Nintendo Land on the uh, Wii U. The oh, Ghost yeah, Hunting Nintendo one. Land is actually the, really good. Yeah, the, the, I only played it that one time with you, but you um, know. there are a couple fun mini games in there, but the Ghost Hunting one was a lot of fun. Look Away was a pretty pretty basic one. Um, you just everyone played a face, and at the end of the uh, at the end of the music, the single player would look a direction, and everyone else had to look any direction except that direction. Oh. If you look the same direction, you're out. Surprising mind games, sort of like one v three, rock paper scissors, but like there's like a little bit of a timing thing because there's like you have a little bit yeah. of leeway to not fully go that direction. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And then the best 1v3, shock drop or roll. Most of the players are on like a sort of outside of a hamster wheel thing um, with, oh, I guess this one didn't have um, platforms you're jumping over. Okay, so they're on the outside of a wheel. And below is electricity. They're mm-hmm. trying to stay on the wheel. The single player just gets to decide which direction the wheel is spinning and when. So they're trying to, like, go a direction and then switch and shake them and, like, just shake them off. All right. 
surprising amount of complexity in that to like mm. try and figure out how to stay on the wheel or if you're the single player trying to figure out how to trick people off and it was always really annoying when you're like the single player and you do those a really good a person who's really good at this game on the wheel and you're like fuck i just have to get them off right then there's the single player only win if they get everybody yes Ooh. yeah it was rough. always tough um then there were the battle games there was bumper balloon cars oh yeah bumper balloon cars that is you've got a balloon in your back spikes in your front you're in a bump go kart you're just trying to pop the balloon on other people's backs okay it's fun again interesting tactics that came up day at the races was interesting just because it was sort of a random thing where it's like a race and all the you have four different racers that each move differently and you pick one Hmm. and then randomly one of them wins Like, you watch the race happen. Huh. Yeah, it was a very odd one. Oh, the face-stretching one was fun. Inspired by Mario 64. That title screen where you could grab and pull the face. You're just trying to replicate the stretched face in the middle as closely as possible. Then there was hop bomb Oh my god, hop bomb So it's it's Hot Potato. Yeah. But in a four-player, like, video game world... Where you 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 get to pick which of the three you throw to. You get to pick how long you hold the bomb, and the bomb of course slowly starts pulsating and getting red. So you're trying to time it so that you don't have the bomb right. when it blows up. But you never know exactly when it's going to blow up. But you're also trying to like throw it to the right person to try try and get the right person out. Right. It's good. It's good. And then they have the duels. The only duel that I think I really want to talk about is the quick draw, which was just a quick draw. Oh, it was. It was the perfect duel. You're in the Wild West. You've got court guns. You do the step off. Then whoever presses the button first shoots the other. Okay. It's basic. So it's just a quick a quick press, quick draw setup. Yeah. All right. That's good. Those my those my top picks in Mario Party 2. <laughs> um, all right. So my last two, you could make an argument for either of them that they're a little bit cheating. Just because... Uh, so 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 the first one is uh, is um, Rapunzel, which is a mini game in the game Catherine, uh, I didn't know that which is game a weird had game. Mini games. Well, it does, but the mechanics. So basically, the the bar you hang out in has an arcade machine, oh, which gotcha. is Rapunzel, mm-hmm. and you can go play it. But the mechanics are very similar to the, the actual game. game. Gotcha. The difference is, whereas in the actual game, you're trying to move and push blocks and go as quickly as you can while something's, like, chasing you. Mm-hmm. In this arcade game, the the only difference mechanically is nothing's chasing you, but you have, and you have as much time as you want, but you have a limited number of moves. Oh. And, uh, and like, to unlock the game, the secrets in the game, you, uh, in, in, Catherine, you do need to like mm-hmm. clear you need to beat beat rapunzel find out that there's like a secret second playthrough mode oh and then god. beat that oh my god and uh and then and you kind of deceptively find out this stupid minigame arcade game is so much harder than the actual <laughs> game um this is like it is well if it's hiding secrets yeah. it's insanely difficult uh but it's really good i've spent a lot of time on it and i never beat it the first the first time through uh-huh. you certainly can like look up answers online but it's a puzzle yeah. game I mean, it's, mm-hmm. i'm i'm too proud and dumb to do that um 
but uh the uh um but yeah it's just it was one of those things where it, like it's arguably not different enough from the main game to be a mini game except that it's like it it's also where the the, the biggest challenges of mm-hmm. that game lie which is saying something because that game's really hard um all right and then my second one uh or, or third one the final one is uh um hacking and near automata just just like so a lot of people have given give the second playthrough of Nero Tomba flack because they don't like the character as much because um the uh, uh because they they don't think the hacking adds anything and i and they're wrong like the hacking adds a ton both narratively and mm-hmm. like uh just just from a uh just like the 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 whole thing of that game is being able to kind of thematically the whole theme of that game is trying to get into the heads of uh of everything else like understanding their their perspectives or getting insight into their own existential dreads and uh crises and uh being able to do that by literally jumping into their head and then having these little uh games and the game does some i mean it's you know it's not it's a mini game you do have to play Mm -hmm. uh at at, points but it's also optional like because you can use it in regular fights, right? And also, it also doesn't like get introduced until the second playthrough. That's not completely true. There, there, there's like one boss battle in your first playthrough that, like, you if you get hit with their attack, then suddenly you're defensively yeah. <laughs> hacking. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it adds so much uh, depth to an already really robust deep game um and it uh does some really interesting stuff and you know if i need to validate it being a mini game i can also say there's the whole like like the optional like things you like you basically have an arcade mode of just those so um but yeah so those are those are probably my my favorite mini games uh in in video games that i can think of yeah we did it. Yay, we did it. <laughs> um, but uh, but we do have an interesting topic for this next one, so I'll uh, uh, we'll go ahead and stop this and jump into that one. Uh, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.